Welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood, and I inspire you to take action with stillness, let go of chaos, and step into your future self on this podcast. We have special, high-performing guests each week who share mindset tips and their spirituality, helping us all prepare to be the best we can be for our future. Let's dare to move. I am interrupting this episode to give you the lowdown on a couple things going on in my world outside of podcasting. So as you know, the Dare to Eat 2.0 Life Coaching for Food program is live. You can access this program in the link in the show notes or on my website if you go to Mindset Coaching and click on Programs. Now, you can do this course on your own over an eight-week period, or to be honest, take as long as you need. If you're looking for a group-guided version, so you have a group of motivated, amazing people to come together and share in the journey with, that group has been pushed back to February 1st. Why? Because December was crazy, (laughs) closing out a year in a global pandemic, and I got a lot of feedback from you guys that it would be awesome if it could be pushed back to February 1st. So right now, you can access the program online to do on your own, or you can let me know if you'd like to join the group. Finally, I have three spots left in my executive coaching roster until I give birth to this baby. And I am going to most likely be filling those spots up quickly. So let me know if you are interested in booking a free clarity session with me in order to experience what coaching is like before you make a decision. Again, I am offering three spots that may be filled by the time you hear this, but if not, please do check out with me to see if executive coaching or mindset coaching is the best way for you to fulfill on all of your 2021 visions. All right, back to the show. Welcome back, you guys. This is the final episode of 2020. Wow, here we are. It's it's official. <laughs> I'm really pumped. I actually waited um, until just a few days before this drops to record it because I was like, there's there's just so much happening and I want to make sure that my last one is full of good insights, beautiful reflections, and honestly, helpful things. So I thought it would be kind of cool to start with some reflections and really a behind the scenes look on this podcast and the journey I've had with it this year. So this is my full second full year podcasting. And for anyone out there who's thinking about starting a podcast or some sort of consistent content creation, whether that's blogging or um, writing a newsletter, Instagram stories, lives, things you want to continue to do consistently, um, I think this will be helpful for you. So we're going to kick off there. I'm going to sh- share with you my word for 2021. I am going to share with you some of my intentions and remind you something we talked about this season, which is the difference between intentions and goals. And then um, share with you just a couple exciting updates about the podcast, about offerings for you and so on. Um, so first and foremost, 
I want anyone right now who has felt uncreative in their life to perk up. Um, you know from our most second most recent interview with Marley that we met in a group called The Artist's Way based on a book called The Artist's Way. And it's a spiritual path to higher creativity. And the premise is, and I truly believe this, that we are all creative. We just lose it because our society is so based in you know, left-brained logic and survival and do, 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 and not who you're being. And what you're being uh, can naturally tune into and create. And so that podcast was interesting on creativity. But my point is that we all have a creative bone. So anyone who says, oh, well, I'm just left-brained or I'm more math and science, like you are creating in your job, whether you realize it or not. And I challenge you to see that for yourself because we are going to be doing so much paradigm shifting in 2021 that all of us are going to be called to be different in our jobs. The roles in various companies are going to change and they're all going to trigger that. That's just my own premonition on the the collective and and what's going to happen. So I'm trying to kind of (laughs) prime you. I'm not trying to say, hey, everyone listening to this needs to go start a podcast or a blog. But what I am saying is that if you have had that slight urge to do it and then you stopped yourself because you felt blocked creatively or you had some fears going on, I want to tell you um, with certainty from my soul that you are creative. You simply have to figure out how you as a being can channel that consistently. Um, And I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be this gritty, I have to do three episodes a week because that is very masculine. And side note reflection here, we talked a lot about the differences between masculine and feminine energies throughout the season. So you're probably aware if you've been listening what that means. Now, I say consistently, not in the masculine way, but in a way that is you're going to start something and then not stop because of fear, not stop because of um, feeling blocked or uncreative um, or not being able to make time for it. So the example, I've probably said this on blue in the face this year, or I feel blue in the face from saying this, that the person who says, hey, I'm going to go to the gym at 6 a.m. and then they don't, every time they stop Uh, themselves from actually going to the gym, they lose integrity with themselves. So my point in saying choose how I want to help you choose something here in just a moment that you can show up consistently with is so that you build your integrity with yourself and your self-trust muscle. Because the last thing you want to do when you're already feeling a little nervous about expressing yourself creatively is to set yourself up for basically failure, which by the way, we do that as humans. We do it all the time. And as you know, from the limiting belief podcast episode, why do we do that? We do that because we want to manifest what we actually believe in our subconscious. If our subconscious believes we're fat, we'll choose the hardest way to lose weight, like cutting out carbs and wine forever. And we white knuckle it till all of a sudden we want wine and carbs. (laughs) And then we, quote unquote, can tell ourselves that we failed, reaffirming that, yes, we are failures, yes, we are fat, and so on. So we have to really look at who you are, who you really are, and how your being is, quote unquote, being in the world. So finally, I've arrived at a place where it will make sense to share with you my example. 
And I hope that I can be the example for you to make sense of this because a lot of you are setting quote unquote goals for 2021, which is fine. We're going to get to goals versus intentions again in a moment, but I want to help you set um, if you are doing some specific goal setting um, on a way you can harness your creativity and a, t- a hack for that. So the hack is who are you being? So who am I? Garrett Wood. Well, I found journalism when I was in eighth grade going into ninth grade. This new journalism teacher at this brand new high school recruited me because I told her I like to write and she said, well, you should start the student paper. We're going to need one at this new high school. You should do it. And I didn't really know. I thought <laughs> journalism meant current events. I wasn't, I guess, the brightest at that time in my life. And I was like, well, I like I like the news, so yeah, I'll do it. But I didn't realize I'd be creating the news of the school. And so anyway, I learned very quickly that I was a feature writer. And I was a curious journalist about the human condition. So I would go find the kids that were sort of outcasts or doing things that I thought were neat but unrecognized. You know, they weren't the the quarterback of the football team, but they were doing neat things. So I did something called the Teach Me page, which is feature writing. So my curious journalist inside me um, at a very young age started going to people's houses and taking pictures of them if they were a drummer or a skateboarder or a musician. And I'd say, hey, teach us. How do you do this? How do you become a drummer? What is it like? And flash forward, you know, 15 years later, I think, right? Yeah, 15, 15 years. Oh my God, I'm 30. Uh, What am I doing? I'm helping you guys learn how to (laughs) do stuff Uh, by way of interviewing people. Wow, mind-blowing, open, right? So who I am as a person who's just like, oh, I want to do that. Because, you know, I could have chosen to be the artist for the newspaper. I could have chosen to be the designer. I could have been chosen to be the editor or the news feature writer. No, I freaking wrote, not news writer, I wrote features, right? That's who I was. That I'm a storyteller. That's what I wanted to do. So when, before podcasting was a thing, or I should say before I knew it was a thing and I believed in myself and my abilities to do it, um, I was writing blogs every single week to promote my business, Crossroads of Fitness, which I still run, obviously. Um, that's my coaching business. It just used to be fat loss and fitness-focused change work. Now it's transformative mindset work. However, my point is I wrote an, a blog, or I called them articles, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Not always perfectly on schedule, but I definitely did three uh, a week, two on a like a holiday week, and I would share them on my newsletter. I would post them to Facebook. People would read them, comment. You know, I think a couple of them made it to Mind Body Green um, and various other online, you know, blogs and things like that. And that is how I organically marketed my business. I told stories. Now, some of you may be thinking, like, I don't want to write three blogs a week. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, and that's okay. You don't have to. My point is the way that I sh- like would show up creatively is what I preferred to do with my time. I prefer writing. I Every class I took in college involved some sort of writing. And when I wasn't in college, immediately after college, I was journaling and I was writing. So it's just who I am. And therefore, I would tell my stories through writing. Obviously, I wrote a book later on. I wrote a book because that's who I am. That's who I like to be. So I actually finished it. A lot of people like the idea of a book, but they don't enjoy writing, right? So don't do it. (laughs) 
um, or find a way to enjoy writing so that you will show up daily and then you will complete the task. Now, flash forward, podcasting is where I have been really finding my voice and activating my throat chakra, which is where I manifest from, where we all manifest from, but especially if you have a defined throat chakra in human design. Now, if you're like, Garrett, what the heck are you talking about? Um, I did do a recording on what is human design uh, on this podcast this year. So shout out to Erin Claire Jones. You can uh, find her. I will link that in the show notes. But as I sit here today, someone asked me like, how do you do that? How do you, how did you spend 2020 doing so many episodes? It's like, well, um, I really just, that's who I am. I like this. This is how I prefer to spend my hours. It doesn't feel like work to me to get on the phone with a couple of really cool co-founders and, um, chat about business strategy because I love chatting business strategy, right? So here we are. Now the question to ask yourself, we're 10 minutes in, here you go, is to say, what do I do when I'm not trying to do anything? So we all know the infamous to-do list, right? The to-do list is like laundry, pay the parking ticket, um, go to the grocery, send that email, finish that work thing, whatever. And then when we don't do our to-do list, what are you doing? Are you watching Netflix? Are you playing guitar? Are you going on a run? Are you calling friends? Are you playing games? Like, what is it? I don't want to give too many examples. I want you to just really think about this. Because that's who you're being when you're in unconscious mode and sometimes conscious, right? Like singing and writing music is very conscious. Um, But it could feel like second nature when you love it so much. So if you're like, well, Garrett, when I'm not doing those things, I'm trying to be active. I'm trying to get outside. That's creative, whether you realize it or not. Some, I went, um, I had a phase in early 2020 when, when I was still living in Boston and able to see friends. And at the end of 2019, where I would go on runs with my friends, Mike and Daniela. And I am, as you know, formerly, well, still, it's not like the talent left me. I'm just not practicing it, but a trainer certified in maybe, maybe anything you want to know. And I love coaching myself and teaching workout classes. But, um, when I would go work out with them, I'd let them be the trainer. I'm like, train me, tell me what to do. And it was so fun. And I was like, they're so creative. They have all these different running routes around the city and different drills they do and the time intervals that they practice. And for me, I was like, this is so creative. Now, do you need to start a business in fitness if it's just your hobby? No. But if you're thinking about ways you could show up consistently in the world and provide value, maybe it is sharing a little bit more on social media about your runs. Or maybe you're like, yeah, it's actually funny. The only thing I ever share on Instagram is the recipes I write or the the meals I eat or the routes I run on, you know, when I exercise. So my hack for you is to really think about who you're being and create as your being self, not what you're doing. Because if we really get to know who we are and who we're being, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a soon-to-be mother, I'm a writer, I'm a journalist, like who am I, right? And sorry, sorry, I this is just how my brain works, as you know by now. Um, we did do an episode on how to answer the question, who are you? And I gave you some really nice tips this year. The question of who are you is easily answered when we look at how you're being in various relationships, the kind that are infinitely always there with you, which are your relationship with your body, your relationship with nature, your relationship with food, your relationship with money, and your relationship potentially with family. Because um, whether or not you communicate with them, you do come from them. Your thoughts and feelings on that will shape your reality. So 
when you look at the question, who am I and how am I being? Who you're being dictates what you do. So I like adventure. I'm an adventurous girl. What do I do? I make time. I spend money, aka energy, and logistical time planning multiple ski trips a year. Someone else who is passionate about music may spend time, money, and energy going to various musicals throughout the country in a year's time, right? So we're going to look at who am I being first and what does that lead me to do? Not what I have to do, but what I do by choice, sovereign choice. And then what does that allow me to have? So the people who, who um, I'm going to use my friend Bridget for an example because she's been on this podcast three times. I worked with her this year. Um, well, I worked with her years ago on my gut and then she, I helped her get her business going this year and, um, her own practice. And, um, she was very honest. She's like, I hate writing. I don't ever want to write. I just don't love it. Um, and who she is, is this bubbly, like vivacious, charismatic person who loves talking and engaging. How does she show up consistently on Instagram stories? She puts a ton of content there and it's consistent. It's not like one day she's all over and the next day she's not, not there at all. She's always on some level present on Instagram. And that's how she creates and that's how she tells stories and how effectively she helps, which allows her to have clients. So it started with who is she, then what does she as a being do that's in alignment? And then what does that doing bring her? What does it allow her to have? Um, so I always joke that my escape plan in life, if everything goes wrong or I know that's terrible, but this is, was created when I was in a very negative place in my life. My escape plan was, um, I'm going to go out to Colorado and become a ski instructor. Why? Because who I am is adventurous, outdoorsy, and super hyperactive. So I could ski for hours, feel really good doing it. So that's what I do. So then I could do that, make money doing that, and money would be what I have and experience outside would be what I have in my life from doing that thing that comes from who I'm being, okay? So I wanted to share this with you. I know it's been 15 minutes. I'll drop it. I think you get the point (laughs) by now. If you don't, you know, my email's always in the show notes. Um, The point is, um, just to summarize, is that as I reflect on this podcast and what it's been like for me to be doing this is that it's brought a lot of collaboration. Um, I've had a lot of collaborative moments this year that I'm really grateful for. I've had a lot of outreach from you guys about questions you have, things you like, things that you found helpful or insightful. And I so appreciate that because that allows me to continue to create. And guys, I'm sorry I'm breathing so heavy. (laughs) I am at almost uh, 10,000 feet altitude right now in Snowmass, Colorado. I'm literally looking outside the window and I can see skiers. Um, It is about Christmas time and um, I'm out here with my family and the altitude is really (laughs) makes it harder to breathe, especially when you're pregnant. So sorry about that. Uh, But, um, you know, I... I am, my contribution too is tied into this, right? So this is all contribution. I don't get paid for this. And just to give you, to segue into behind the scenes stuff, um, I had someone reach out and say that they didn't like that I had ads on this podcast because it cheapens my work. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, if I asked you to go to your job for 20 hours a week and... um, 
you shouldn't get paid for it, what would you say? And they were like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, this takes a lot of my time. You know, let's say that the three hours of content I release a week on average is going to, you know, that's not only the time spent recording the episode with the person, it's time coordinating with the person, generating the plan for the interview itself, doing the interview itself, going back, editing the episode, and then recording the intro, which by the way, you're, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, I know that sounds like a lot, but I can tell you that when you love it, it's not that bad. It's just like, you know, one of my clients is um, an equestrian. Her hobby is riding horses. And I'm like, really? So you get up at like 5 a.m. on a Saturday in Chicago, and then you like pack all your food, and then you like drive an hour, and then you have to like clean the horse. And then it's like, and then afterwards you have to like take care. I'm like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, But that's who she is. That's that's what she does. And that allows her to have that experience in her life and happiness. So anyway, my point is, back to the money part of it, is I said, well, you know, let's just assume that it's 15 to 20 hours a week. If that's half of your work week, would you would you take half the pay right now? Because it's bad to get paid for what you do. And like they did, they still didn't get it. And I was like, look, it's become a normal thing to have ads on podcasts. One because it's <laughs> when it's aligned, it's actually supportive for the audience, right? Like all the I told you guys, I hadn't had sponsors ever. And then with the Isogenic sponsorship, it's really me sponsoring myself because I am the account holder at Isogenics. But it was Isogenics who came to me and said, you should use this to sponsor your podcast. It could be really cool. And the reason why is because they're not saying, hey, Garrett, publish, you know, really try to push our collagen this month. Hey, Garrett, you should push these fat loss pills or something. It's like, no, they're like a mini Amazon of health and wellness products. And I get to go through and discern you know, what's aligned to me? Like the ice of flesh is basically magnesium citrate. I've taken that every day since 2017 to help myself. So now I get to offer that to you, right? And anyway, so this person who was so interesting um, was questioning that. And um, I just wanted to share that when it feels aligned for you, it doesn't really matter what the other person says, but it does matter how you perceive it and to perceive it as not an attack on you, but as something that it says something about them, right? Interesting that they are confused about a money exchange or what they demand in, um, for free and things like that. So I wanted to share that, um, if that had sent me into a tailspin or gotten me really like upset or questioning myself, that's codependency. And codependency is something that has come up with every single one of my clients this year. And it's something that we're going to continue to unpack in season three, because, um, when we collaborate, if there's codependency, it's going to get tricky. And, um, we will for sure unpack that early on. I actually have a solo cast, coming out for you. So back to behind the scenes. So oh, interesting fact, I recorded one episode this year that I never published um, with a guest. And the guest, um, I doubt he's listening, but um, he was a very, um, I wouldn't say very well known, but a really, you know, kind of a cool fitness, fitspo type of person posting um, workouts and healthy lifestyle stuff online, um, getting into modeling and acting. Uh, and when he found me and I'm not, I don't remember how he had reached out and told me this story about how he had come out of jail and how he had really overcome this 
thing in his life and of being incarcerated and wanted to share how fitness helped him, you know, really help him evolve as a human and where he is on his journey. And, um, so, you know, I could think back and think of all the things I did wrong, but I also want to trust my intuition here and say that I've been doing interviews for 15 years. And, um, it, what happened was I interviewed him and I went through it and I kept saying, so why, why does this matter to you? Or what felt, what, what made you feel called to dive deeper into fitness or what influenced your journey? What keeps you going now? Um, what happened in your past? Cause I didn't want to tell the story for him. I didn't want to be like, so you came out of jail and what'd you do next? You know, I wanted him to say it and I tried to lead him to it every time and he wouldn't go there. And so it didn't feel authentic to me to release an episode about, um, going, you know, about his fitness journey when the truth of the matter was it all transpired out of being incarcerated and he didn't share that. So I did keep that one, um, to myself because it didn't feel as authentic as it could be. And I still think I feel I felt like guilty about that for a while, um, but now I, I I feel like I've made peace with it. Um, you know, I shared this a while ago, but in 2018 I read a book called Profitable Podcasting, and this was somebody who had a podcast. I want to say like you know the first year that it was possible, they used it for networking and collaboration, which is such a reality. I mean, I can tell you it's a very beautiful thing for that. Um, but they also made like, I want to say their first year, they made $55,000 doing it. Um, and I can tell you that did not happen for me in my first year (laughs) or my second year. Um, and now we've been through this. So 2018 Christmas time to 2019 Christmas time to 2020. Yeah. Two full years of this. Um, and not a lot of money realized, but so much value that um, I think if you've listened to the wealth consciousness episodes, you will get that and you will understand what I mean. So did I get a did I get a big check from Isogenics? No. Did I get a listener say, hey, I love this podcast. I just want to give you $10,000. No, <laughs> but the connections that have come into my field and the word of mouth um, referrals for mindset coaching clients and things like that. The, um, gif- the the guests who have generously gifted me sessions with them and free coaching have been amazing. And the amount of value that's come my way energetically in a mutual exchange has been like, I, I can't even put a dollar amount on it. And that's what's really cool for me because it, I have evolved as much this year with what I've learned from various guests, what I've learned about myself and my own beingness as um, hopefully you have as well because we are on a journey together. And I cannot wait for season three because we're going to be talking all about collaboration, teamwork, and there are like, I mean, there's already one opportunity for you to collaborate with me um, in a way that would produce money on your end, which is joining the Isogenics team. And there is an episode on that, which I'll link in the show notes. But, um, you know, that's one way that we can collaborate and um, Isogenics has a really interesting business plan. It's not like an MLM marketing system where you just sell something and make money based on that sale. It's it's very collaborative on the team team front as far as how the team is set up, and it's really interesting and strategic. So um, I'm really excited about who 
listening here is interested in doing that and then writing off some of their own uh, expenses on the products like protein bars, protein supplements, vitamins, all the stuff we normally buy anyway because you can write that off as a business expense when you're an associate. But also in this group program that I'm offering and collaborating on the healing journey together, I can tell you from doing Dr. Aaron McMorrow's 18-month getting grounded program with a group of people from all over the country. It started January this year and it goes through half of 2021. Um, it, whew, it changed me. And, um, it's not just because of coaching with her. It's the group, right? It's the energy of the group. And so I'm excited to have created a space for that, which will be pushed back to February 1. I know that we we're going to launch it January 1st, but I've gotten enough feedback that it's too busy of a time over the holidays to get enrolled that people were wanting it to start February 1st. So get excited because um, you can still snag a spot and um, have that launch on January or sorry, <laughs> February 1st. So as far as otherwise behind the scenes, I've sort of unveiled it. I did not make any direct payments from this podcast, um, you know, besides some clients that have come through. Um, but I do hope that in 2021 or whenever it is safe to meet, uh, my assistant and I, who you've met now on this podcast, Shelby, are talking about a really sick event that we want to host in 2021. And so whether it is planning events that, um, you know, this for this community of listeners or um, editing episodes, thinking about who we want to curate, like who do we want to gift to you Whose energy do we want to bring to you? What products do we think would be helpful for you? And what stories feel important for all of us to be hearing and be present to right now? It is a lot of energy, but it is it is my contribution. So you listening, what is your contribution? How do you see yourself gifting energy to the world without expectation in return? And I think that is, uh, just to add in a little reflection there, I think 2019, I kept I kept thinking, what do I get? What do I get from this podcast? And obviously, I got lost in some really incredible interviews. And I was getting, I, I was like, well, the obvious part is I'm getting a lot of like firsthand insight and advice from really successful people. But it was still like, okay, when do I get a sponsor and how does that work? And when is this going to quote unquote pay off? And then in 2020, it's really been a journey into saying, how can I contribute and spread energy that comes back to me? And how interesting of a journey to be like on the lookout for how it shows up. Because like I said, it can show up via money, but it can also show up via a free session with somebody or um, a really cool connection to a new listener who wants to tell me about someone they know to be interviewed. So we're all co-creating whether we realize it or not. And um, this year I did not, I, I really had that shift on what am I contributing? And I think as a question, you know, hopefully I've caught you before the new year. Um, if not, it's still a very powerful time to set intentions in January to set some intentions on like how do you want to give energy to the world without expectation for anything in return? Is it, are you a gift giver? Are you looking to give gifts for friends and just be more generous that way? Are you looking to spend more quality time with people? Are you looking to create, like we talked about, some level of content or unique thing that comes from who you are and not what you have to do to then be happy, right? We're reversing it. Be, do, have, not do, have, be, 
happy. <laughs> so now let's segue. I promise I won't take too much of your time here, but I want to segue into goals versus intentions. So I know on so many episodes, we've talked a little bit about this. One that's coming to mind is the business coaching one about what is a true business coach, or it was similar where in a true business coach is going to guide you to find your best answer versus someone that's like, let me tell you the strategy. Let me give you the 12 steps to make six figures. It's like, well, those are the 12 steps to work for them, <laughs> not for you. And so um, when it comes to, excuse me, goals versus intentions, we want to look at how do you intend to spend your energy? What do you intend to be? How do you intend to show up? And what do you intend to have show up in your sphere? So it might be like, you know what? I intend to move this year. I intend to learn guitar. I intend to be more philanthropic. philanthropic. And you're sort of picking ways of being and things you want to call in in a little bit less specific way. I think one of the biggest standout things to me between intentions and goals is sometimes specificity in a masculine way. You can be specific for an intention. Like, I intend to live in a six-bedroom house. That's an intention. It's also specific. But a goal would be like, by June or in June, I am going to find a home in the town of Carmel that is five bedrooms and I'm going to spend XYZ on it. Like that's very specific. Now goals can be great for, I want to get this mile time. I want to achieve this thing or get this thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I encourage you to do is look at the fuller picture. What does getting that mile time allow you to feel? How does it change who you are? How does it amplify who you are and how you're being? And therefore, what else you can do in the world and how you can ha- what can you have from that? Versus, I just want to do this because sometimes we don't know. <laughs> or if we really unpack the why... It comes back to like, I don't know, because my ego said so because someone on Instagram did it and I was jealous, right? Very big difference. So um, for me, let me think out loud here for my goals. So I guess one of my goals um, is to find a nanny, <laughs> but that's still like, to me, that's an intention, but I do need to achieve it, right? Like I, I can't just like put it out there and be a woman who's searching for a nanny. Like I'm going to search and I'm going to conquer and I will have a nanny. Um, And uh, sometimes we think of monetary things as goals. So I've set some financial goals for the new year. um, And obviously the quote unquote masculine timeline that we're looking at is over the course of the year 2021. So there's that part of it. But my intentions are more to how I want to be in my space. Like how do I want to move through the day that's maybe different than how I have been? How do I want to be feeding myself on a regular basis? Do I do I want to be working on like for me like one of the things that comes up is like healing foods for postpartum, right? Like I intend to really nourish my body in that phase of my life, right? So then a goal would be very different where it's like by March 28th, I will have lost all the baby weight or something like that. Um, And that baby weight number is 20 pounds lighter or something. So that's a little bit more specific. And sometimes, again, the motivations behind specific goals 
aren't fully aligned and that's why we don't achieve them because they're not what we really want. They're not really who we are. So intentions are a little more open-ended sometimes, a little more focused on who we really are and they focus on the big picture. What's the point? What's the point of making more money? Why do I intend to have more money? And really looking at that and even if you are setting more specific goals, still contemplate the why. Why does this matter? What's the difference for you between $5 million and $1 million made this year? Like really, what is that going to give you? Because a lot of us get stuck in the trap with goals of, well, it's going to give me happiness. I will feel proud. I will love myself. And not to plug my Dare to Eat 2.0 coaching program, but one of the major things I'll never forget from a client I worked with this year was that I said, well, okay, let's, let's do some core desired feelings based on the goals you set. One of them was, um, you know, like being a certain weight or looking a certain way in a bathing suit or something. I said, okay, so how will you, what will that give you? She's like, well, then I'll achieve it. I'm like, okay, what's the point of achieving that? Like, what does that get? How does that add to your life? And she didn't really have anything like, and we, I continue to push, 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 push. And then she's like, well, some of my clothes will fit better. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know what better means for you. But if there's a certain thing that stands out, what? What is that? Why do your clothes need to fit you differently? Well, it's more comfortable. Okay, so I get that. You want more comfortable clothes. In theory, you could buy new clothes. So why do you want to lose the weight? How is that going to make you feel? And it's like confident. So it's like, we can't, what's, how am I trying to say this? Um, we tried to unpack confidence for her and it came down to, well, then I'll like myself. I'm just kind of skip ahead here. And it's like, well, you can't wait for something else to dictate you liking yourself. That's codependency, right? I can't decide to only like my body when it looks a certain way, because that means when it doesn't look a certain way, my inner landscape is completely affected, right? Or that's like saying what someone else is going to rule over your feelings. And so long, long, long story short, I'm sure I've told some variation of the story before, is that when we want to achieve something, we have to think about how it makes us feel and why that feeling is missing in our life and how do we access it. Because if I take you guys right now, which I'm not going to, but if I took you through a 15 minute guided meditation on how it feels to be a wealthy millionaire person or a fit person and you're imagining it and you're feeling it in your body, your body doesn't know that it's not happening. Your body will actually think it's happening now because it feels like it does. Perfect example, have you ever woken up from a nightmare? It's all in your mind and you wake up and your body's like physically trembling and you physically feel scared and you're in your bedroom knowing that you're safe and sound but you still feel feel like you're trembling or like anxiety running through your body. Yeah, that's a thing. Your body thought that was real. Your body still thinks it's happening. So we we can train ourselves to feel as if it's already happened so that it actually has a higher possibility. It's much easier to manifest it that way. So goals and intentions are both very important. Um, I'm going to throw mine out there. Um, one, because I am a um, defined throat center in human design. As mentioned, it's how I manifest. I would like to not only manifest some of these things and collaborate with you guys to see if any of these possibilities um, can be co-created, um, but also to share with you the power of it. So hopefully you can witness me doing this and feel empowered to do it for yourself. So 
I intend to work with at least 10 companies this year um, at the corporate level for, uh, with Squatify. So you guys heard about Squatify with Kat Dunn, and I would like to go through with several team leaders or executives, 10 to be specific, and guide them through their own leadership and development by way of gathering data on their teams through the tech company, Squatify. I want to work with 10 executives, at least with big teams who want to heal their teams, accelerate performance, drive sales, and depoliticize, aka get rid of the drama in their workplace. That is one thing. I also would love to to launch two separate groups throughout this year on the Dare to Eat 2.0 Life Coaching for Food program. Ideally, I want the February 1st one to launch, and then I want to launch one in September. There is a possibility that I launch one in July. It just depends on you guys and if that feels serving to you. I also intend to do a ton more interviews and to do a live event with this podcast. I intend to build out Isogenics um, for people who want to make money sharing about products that they love. And the first step is obviously try the products because they're great. Um, I have been in the fitness space for over 10 years and I can tell you I've tried everything and I really love these. Um, I wouldn't put them out there if I didn't. And what else? I intend to grow my team. I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't know how how it's going to pan out, but I know that having Shelby on so far has been incredible, and I'm very excited to see what that looks like. And then I intend to have a publishing deal. I have hired a coach who you guys have actually heard from, Erin Lowry, the writer who is a financial writer. She's written three books all about money. Um, her blog is famously known as The Broke Millennial. And she's going to help me instead of going this, because I've done the self-publishing route and that was a whole three-year journey. Um, She's going to help me with the publishing route and how to get in front of publishers. Um, And I'm very excited to be working on that. So as you can see, I have a lot more intentions than goals. Like my goal is like get a nanny. (laughs) Uh, Everything else is more intentional because it's a little bit more feminine Um, and I guess maybe more masculine or more uh, goal setting would just be to achieve certain financial goals, but I've also connected the dots as to why that matters for me. So I encourage you to do the same for yourself. Um, My word for the year is invoke. The word found me, (laughs) but it kind of goes with um, everything we've been moving through, right? So dare to move. What does that mean? It means taking aligned action. It means doing something. But as I learned, I got caught way too much in the doing early on in my life without doing the stillness work first. Hence why this year, 2020, season two, we focused on stillness. What does that mean? How do we go within and figure out who we really are and what we really want and then take aligned action? But now as we move not out of stillness, but sort of above it, so we are standing on something foundationally strong based on the stillness work, as we collaborate, as we work with teams, as we innovate this year of 2021, which we, you better believe, we are all going to be innovating on some level, we need to be able to invoke others. Invoke is to call upon, it is to incite, it is to um, appeal to. We have to be magnetic. My word for 2020 was magnetic. And I loved that. (laughs) It was actually really fun. 
And interesting because it was put to the true test when you are in your house and you can't go anywhere or do anything to achieve the thing you want. You have to be still in your house and be a magnet for the things you desire to come to you uh, based on who you're being and what you're calling in and your stillness work. So magnetic was beautiful. Um, and I, I also learned that invoke and evoke are very similar, right? So my invocation can evoke emotion out of you. Very, very inter interrelated. So when we think about the word evoke, it is connected. And I hope that I evoke a response out of people from this pod, this podcast, positive, negative, collaborative, Con contemplative. Um, I'm very excited about that word. And I'm also excited, this might be a little bit more goal oriented, but I'd like to host one webinar a month because I find it as a fun way. It's free. I did one in December, 2020. Um, I love connecting with people where there's no there's no, you're not on the hook for anything. It's like, just like this podcast, except we're conversing in real time on video on zoom. So if you have anything that you're like, Garrett, hey, I loved this podcast episode on limiting beliefs or wealth consciousness. I want you to do a webinar. I would totally come. I'd bring friends. Let me know because I am down for that. That is very much a part of my vision for season three. Um, I'm also envisioning uh, in my life, obviously being a mom, getting married, <laughs> um, being able to travel hopefully by the end of the year, hosting a big podcast event slash charity event, growing my team growing this podcast and potentially an isogenics team. So thank you so much for all of your support, for being here and working on yourself because again, it's co-created. The work you're doing in the world that is potentially inspired by this work in the world is powerful and that work you're doing in the world is influencing me and it's all just so connected. So Again, thank you so much for being here. Those of you who have shared this podcast with your friends, that is such an incredible gift and I appreciate that. It's honestly the best way that this podcast will grow and evolve is, um, I don't know about you, but I hate going to the explore page on podcasts. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be good. I don't want to waste my time. But if one of my coaches or teachers or friends is like, hey, listen to this, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so um, if you're loving this content, um, some of my friends this year and I have gotten really close through quarantine by listening to the same podcast and then talking about it. It's kind of like a book club, but for podcasting. So um, definitely use this for that. You know, if you send it to a friend and um, you like it, you think they'll like it and you get to talk about it, that's pretty powerful. And I hope it can serve in that way. That is another one of my <laughs> intentions. So um, please know that you can always reach out to me with any questions, whether that's on my sponsorships, whether that's on products I talk about, whether that's on a subject I was teaching, you're like, I disagree or I don't know. I'm really stuck. I'm really confused. Um, I'm always here for that. I'm excited to be here for that in season three. I'm looking forward to all that 2021 brings for all of us. And I am here for you at your service. Um, whatever you need, please do stay connected. Let me know. And um, thank you as always for listening. So stay tuned for the next Sunday episode. It will be the first of season three of 2021. And I am really pumped about the new intro and all that that will bring. I've got some exciting guests lined up and so on. Um, please do reach out if you're interested in joining the group program, Dare to Eat 2.0. 
And as always, you guys, I hope you have the courage to dare to move. I'm gracefully interrupting this episode to tell you about a link in the show notes that will bring you to four products that you need to try to continue on your wellness journey. The first product is an adaptogen-based product called Cytoactives. It has wolfberry, ashwagandha, and turmeric in it. Those are the three main adaptogens. I'm not taking them right now as a pregnant person, but I can tell you that ashwagandha was a major part of my healing journey when I was trying to come off of drinking a pot of coffee a day and a nitro coffee. (laughs) So ashwagandha gave me energy, it gave me clarity, and it helped calm my anxiety, which was high without the coffee and high with the coffee. So it was very instrumental in my own healing journey. But the cool thing about this adaptogen product is that it also has coenzyme 10 for heart health. It also has D3 in it, which a lot of us are not getting D3 from the sun because it's gloomy and it's winter and we cannot be outside as much as we would like to. So D3, coenzyme 10, adaptogen, and it has resveratrol, which, you know, you could get from what red wine, but we don't really like the hangovers that come with that. So it serves as an antioxidant um, because it's a polyphenol. So for a thir- the price of this supplement is $39. I'll put a show note in there to just buy the cytoactives. In the cart, however, that I've chosen, you can also get the daily women's vitamin, which is probably the most expensive item in the cart, but well worth it because it's got a, not only a full profile of everything you need, but AM packs and PM packs because we're going to need different nutrients in the morning than we need at the end of the day. So we don't want to be taking B12, for instance, right before bed. It also has isoflush, which is a form of magnesium, which we need daily anyway, which can help with muscle recovery. It can help with fatigue and bone health in general. I take uh, magnesium citrate every night to help stay regular and Isoflush will do the same thing for you. Finally, the fourth product in the link in the show notes that is under balanced life is the immunity booster. I've been talking about this one a lot because anytime I feel like I have a sore throat, I throw it in my oatmeal, throw it in my protein cereal and I'm good to go. It does the trick. It has reishi in it. It has saccharomyces in it. It has a lot of good things for your gut. And we know that immunity starts in the gut. So if you go to the show notes, it says balanced life. You can buy these four products in one click of one link. And then I will also put a link in the show notes that's just for the cytoactives if you're curious about getting on a very well-rounded adaptogen. Plus, you can always email me if you have questions about the products. I am happy to share because I freaking love them. So hope that inspires you to consider what you're taking to keep yourself balanced and well. And without further ado, we'll get back to the show. 